Price Talk Thursday Night Live, August the 19th, I believe it is, 2021, and I'm Donald Wayne. I'm Dennis Lee. I believe it's the 19th, isn't it the 19th? Um, yes, for a little while longer. Yeah. <laughs> it's always hard to tell when, when we're doing these shows. Of course, this is still earlier than what we used to do, right? Those 11 o'clock uh, shows? This, this is true, yeah. 11, <laughs> sometimes 11.30. I actually get four hours sleep at night now, so that's, oh, that's wow. pretty good. <laughs> well, we all got to have goals. Yeah. We're live tonight. Live, live, live. Yeah, we are living. All you need is live. Oh, no, that's all you need is love, I guess. Love, yes. <laughs> uh, love in. Get that? Uh, you get the soaker to... This uh, this afternoon, Donald Wayne. Oh, soaker! Did I get a soaker? Yeah. Uh, the water of the yard. Yeah. Oh, you know, the little storm, little push through. Yeah, that. Oh, it wasn't little where I was at. Uh, yeah, there was one bolt of lightning that uh, shook the ground like an earthquake. I would imagine. Not that I've actually that, been in a serious earthquake, but that's probably one that hit right directly behind the wall of the business that I was in at the time it hit. <laughs> Knocked out the power um, in that little strip and I was sure that the building was coming down on top of us. I'll bet. I remember... Yeah, over there, uh, over by the uh, off of old 41 and um, Chastain Road. Oh, Yeah. Well, I remember uh, being outside one time when I was doing apartment maintenance, and I swear, a bolts. I mean, I could see the flash and hear it at the same time, so I knew I was pretty close, and uh, it scared me to death. I dropped everything I had in my hand and headed for cover. Yeah, that'll wake you up real quick. Yes, it will. In fact, I think I remember the feeling of... Uh, the hair standing up on the back of my neck. So it was, I mean, you know, I have a respect for lightning. (laughs) I do too. Have Uh, you seen that video of the guy who's at, um, or the kid who's at a driving range and he hits the ball and then lightning strikes. uh, This like right after he launches the ball, lightning strikes the ball in midair. No, I haven't. That's kind of odd because the ball's not grounded. 
I mean, what's right. the odds of that? I would have gone out and bought a thousand dollars worth of lottery tickets. Yeah. yeah. If that I had mean, happened to me. That and well, just to have that video played all the time. Right. Hey Lou Rock, welcome. Hey Lou Rock. Welcome to Trice Talk Live. Oh, we're live. We're live. So, I mean, not that we're going to say anything that, or not say anything we would normally say. No, uh, we'll say it all live or, you know. There's no impedance at all to how we act on live or not live, right? That's right. Is this live or is this Memorex? <laughs> oh, that's an old ad. I know, right? Long time ago. Uh, did, didn't we do a show on... Uh, old commercials one time a long time I ago we did yeah <laughs> a long time ago <laughs> like episode three or four somewhere way back way back I when we did now this is episode what episode is this we're uh 140 uh, i'm sorry 140 245 wow and actually it's a little higher than that because that's not counting the original 16 so we're we're moving on We're up have there. To do something big for number three hundred. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, and you know, actually, I was a little concerned because I thought the storage. I thought they maybe I have the storage set at three hundred. Um, you know, because remember the old man had to. Uh, right. He, he said something earlier in the year that he had to dump a bunch of uh, the older podcast just because he had reached his limit, but. Well, Maybe. it's not much unlike your stomach, I guess. You know, you gotta <laughs> well, <laughs> don't have to make room, but uh, hey, BP, hey, BP, uh, how appropriate you would come in at that moment. Yeah, talking um, about dumping stomachs. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, yeah, I guess you could just put them on a flash drive. So, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna preserve them, you know, because they they certainly need to be passed down uh, through history, and who knows. Someday, you know, 10 years from now, we may want to do a, a marathon, <laughs> pick right. the best best parts of each one of those shows. Have, um, have like a roast. A roast? You know, like a, trice, a, a butt roast? roast? Well, I mean, you know. Rump roast? Lunch, I guess. <laughs> during the day of the show. <laughs> yeah. You bring the condiments, I'll bring the meat. Whoa. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I'll provide the wild boar. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, I knew it was going to be that kind of party. Yeah, well, you know, I had to do something special for live. Um, oh, that's true. So, you know, I haven't heard them talk about that Hurricane Henri that you and I talked about the other night, but I swear that sucker looks like it's headed for, for uh, either well, North or South Carolina. I tell you where, this, where they're saying it might go now. Where? Hey, Savannah. James Alexander, welcome. No, they're talking about it heading into Maine or or possibly New York. Oh, turning north and heading up? Right, and it will be a hurricane, a well, Category 1, when it hits. Hmm. Has New York ever been hit by a hurricane? Uh, well, it, the boys in the room to go check that out. They usually... Yeah, they have because that that time I went up to New York in 2012, that was technically a hurricane, even though it had. Uh, I think it became a tropical storm by the time it actually hit the coast. You know, it went up through uh, Rhode Island, Connecticut, uh, Long Island. Okay. 
Golly, that was nine years ago. I can't believe that. But yeah, that was that was a lot of devastation, a lot of power lines down, uh, no electricity. They're, just not, they're not really made for to to get those kind of storms up there. No, not at all. But um, yeah, I'm surprised. I, I swear that thing looks like it's headed straight for North Carolina. Um, well, it depends I, on the way it you know twirls around and swirls. It's it right there at Bermuda, so anything could happen. Godzilla could pop out of the middle of it. <laughs> and Grace looks like it might hit. Uh, it might hit Mexico. Yeah, well, it's actually. already hit Mexico once. Well, yeah, Florida Cancun area. area. Yeah, yeah, that. So it's going to hit him again. Um, and it looks like there's a lot of activity out there, uh, out there waiting to come in. So. It's, it's going to fire off one right after another. It's building up. Uh, we'll have to get a get old Cantori on the phone. Cantori. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot of uh, funky weather <laughs> to our west that may hit our way. But uh, at least it cooled it down a little bit. Oh yeah, I, would, I, I wouldn't complain. I think it's in the lower seventies right now here in the Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia area. So howdy, Mernine. Howdy, James. Welcome and BP. <laughs> uh, so anything special from you, Dennis Lee? No, nothing special. Just as uh, you know, um, flood border to slow down the people. Oh, well, it won't matter now um, because. Just be dropping thousands of folks in different states. So, you know, we got a compound thing going on right now. Uh, they would probably actually welcome something of that nature down there where they're at with the hundred and something degree temperatures they've had. Oh yeah. Oh, I can't imagine. I, yeah, I I can't imagine how desperate you have to be to to cross that desert this time of year. But um, oh. and snakes. Coyotes, mountain lions. I mean, yeah. it's not the safest place in the world to be on foot. Muskrats. Muskrats. <laughs> Where'd you dig that up? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that something that just popped into your head all of a sudden? Yeah. I was thinking uh, of that song, oh, Muskrat oh, Love. Muskrat Love, yeah. As soon as you said that, Muskrat Love, that was uh, Captain Tennille, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, if I'd known that you were going to say that, I would have, I would have prepared and had that song ready to play. Well, that's all right. We'll let the folks look that one up for themselves. Lick it up. Whoa. Whoa. No, I didn't say anything about that. <laughs> look, look it up. Look, look. look it. Oh, well, your eyes and the O's just kind of. Well, you know. Close. Um, I know you're going to talk about Afghanistan stuff tonight. Oh, oh boy. I saw a video uh, about dinner time that just about made me want to throw my plate up against the TV. The TV. Mm. It, it was a teacher talking to her class. And I thought at first it was a bunch of uh, elementary school kids, but it, apparently, at least when I, that's the audio I was trying to grab and it kept throwing articles in there. It, said, it looked like it had the audio with it, but then I'd go through the article and it didn't have the audio, so I had to find one that had it. But, yeah, she's. It, it looks like high school students, and she 
goes on a rant and of course they won't play all of it. And I wanted the clip that they had on Fox cause she was doing karate kicks and waving her arms and, and, uh, just threatening to throw kids out of the classroom if they, you know, if they didn't support this and that. So what was she offer meds or what? I don't know. I have no idea. She's a chemistry teacher, so she might have been on some of her own meds, like Breaking Bad. I don't know. Um, just say she got an RV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm on. I'm on uh, halfway through season two, of redoing Breaking Bad oh, again. Um, he but, starts out as such a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I told you I watched the uh, was it the El Camino thing yeah. the the sequel to it. And better, you've seen Better Call Saul. I, I've seen all. I think I've seen yeah. all of Better. I'm, I yeah. may have given up before the end of Saul because he turned well, in he, his life was in such disarray. Yeah. I, I I was depressed. Yeah, he felt bad for the poor guy. You know, he he had a little bit of good in him, but you know, he always found a way to screw it up. Yeah. Um, and that's, oh gosh, what's that other series? Uh, the family series. I stopped watching it because oh, I was, Oh, I couldn't watch that. It's just, they're just too, like, it was, it's, it's like a family of grifters. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was, but I stopped watching it because I got tired. I, you know, I thought at least after eight or nine seasons, they would let the, the, uh, woman character, the daughter, come out with a decent life. And, yeah. uh, I just, I said, you know, uh, come on, give me something to cheer for here. So I didn't ever actually finish that one either. I just, uh, you know, I can only take so much downer and then I, I got to, right. I got to move on. I got to find something, um, something uplifting. But anyway, this, this, this teacher is, is a, is a fruitcake. Um, and I don't know how many years she's been teaching, but she's no longer teaching in that school district. I mean, they finally put it to somebody that overstepped their bounds. You know, the, the problem that I see with all of this and, and more and more of this is coming to light. Why in the world teachers are acting up now in the classroom? They know, especially in high school, that these kids are going to have phones, cell phones. And if they disagree with anything they're saying, they're going to record it. Um, and they're saying in this video that the teacher knew she was being recorded and she still kept running her mouth. Well, so that's what happens when you're high, Donald Wayne. It's, well, <laughs> allegedly, uh, allegedly, I, I mean, I, you know, I don't have that as a fact in the story, Dennis Lee. So, um, uh -huh. that's purely your opinion <laughs> or your assumption, uh -huh. but I'm going to play that here in a minute. And then I have, um, I have another one. Uh, I found another one while I was trying to find that particular one. And it's about a teacher, I believe. Oh, gosh, it was in a different state. I believe it was in Washington State, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that was acting up. And, uh, and the parents are just, they're getting fed up with it, which is good, you know. I yeah, think well, you parents, that. Yeah, parents, I think, have kind of stayed out of it too much anyway in recent years they've i don't know did we assume that everything was going well in class um, <laughs> well i don't know if we can assume that well let's hey, see uh, james ale that's <laughs> where we were from i'm sorry donald Wayne. 
um, that we were, you know, we're from Texas, but, you know, transplanted to Georgia. And um, welcome, Ellie J. Yeah. Is Ellie J in there? Hey, Ellie J. Um, uh, big D, um, little A, double L A S is where hey, we're from. I don't remember that being a song. Nashville's a nice area. We actually enjoyed the music out there. So yes, I have some stories yeah. about Dennis yeah. Lee in well, Nashville when we we went down yeah. to the uh, music scene yeah, a few years well, ago. Maybe we'll do that on a Facebook Live night. Yes, Dennis that. Lee was supporting every vendor on the street that was selling. Yeah, I was anything. robbed. <laughs> he he was buying people's uh, uh, not cassettes. Uh, I guess DVDs or whatever. CD. Whatever. Well, CD. Lord, I hope it was a CD. <laughs> but I did actually break it in two when I put it in the trash, so nobody could could relive that experience oh so, gosh but it really was the, mo- the foulest thing i've ever heard in my life and i've heard a lot of foul stuff um, well it was there. neat though that the people were on the street uh you know there was that guy playing the guitar and he had his son playing the drums wasn't it the drums or do you remember you may not you were blacked oh, no, out now, well i mean i partially remember a blur of some of uh, two-year-old kid playing drums on some plastic cans well he was a little older than that oh was he okay yes. well i was like who left this baby out here and then <laughs> and then i saw there's this this um this guy who looked like he was rapping and had his partner with him and they i remember the next day i had a, a cd or yeah. I guess maybe a dvd but then i popped it in and listened to it like weeks later and um I thought I was going to get arrested just for all the foul language. It was. I think you paid twenty dollars for that, Dennis Lee. I'm I sure tried. I, did. I, I tried to get you not to buy it, but oh, you did know. you? Yeah, I did. Because I, I don't remember seeing you around me at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because you're taller than me, and I, I was when you were dancing on the street doing the Mister Bojangles. I just uh, stepped yeah. to the side. I didn't, I didn't say it was a proud moment. I just had fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we we like Nashville. That especially down there and was it Music Row? I don't I don't remember what it's called yeah, now. But, near Broadway Street or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And actually, uh, we were kind of disappointed because I didn't realize it until it was too late. But uh, a podcast convention was being held in Nashville at the first part of this month. Oh, and yeah. I think it was the first, second, and third, or something like that. And mm-hmm. uh, if we had known about it ahead of time, we might have been able to make a range. I think that would have been neat to go up there to some. We've been talking about somebody having one. It just uh, snuck up on me. But it was in Nashville, and that we probably would have gotten in trouble if we went back to Nashville, or one of yeah. us would have. Probably that's, you. Yeah, that's that's where we were. Yeah, I'm, I don't have any <laughs> doubt about that. That's where we were in the at the honky tonks, whatever that. Oh, oh yeah. this one that's down there, we went in and had some fried bologna sandwiches. Yeah, um, we were starving to death and, and asked them if they had anything to eat, and that was what they had. That and chips, wasn't it? Didn't they have potato chips or something? Right. Or, right. That was it. And it looked, you know, hey, you got any food here? But Yeah, oh, yeah. And then that's when I'd gotten off uh, my bar stool after being there for about two hours drinking those little – um, plastic cups and i didn't realize i'd had so many of them so. <laughs> yeah they yeah. and that's that's when you migrated over there and started dancing with that 
that crowd of people. Oh yeah. Well, at least I did um, keep my clothes on. So yes, you did. Uh, I was, I, I was impressed by I it. think they were encouraging you to keep your clothes they on. Were, <laughs> they were. Don't um, unbutton your shirt. Just, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to do something here in a second. If someone doesn't stop me. So yes, Nashville. Ah, uh, memories. Yeah, actually, uh, and I've been to New Orleans too. Although there's a little bit more historical stuff in New Orleans, oh, maybe, well, maybe a little more around. drinking. But uh, you can walk around nude there all you want. <laughs> <laughs> Not but, for very uh, long. <laughs> I think I actually enjoyed Nashville more just because there were so many places that had music, and uh, oh yeah, it, that was fun. Enjoyed it. Uh, where was I? How did we get to Nashville? Um, we drove, we drove there actually. No, I mean, oh, I mean, how do we, <laughs> <talk, laughs> we start talking about Nashville? Uh, oh, okay. Cause he said he's from Nashville. All right. Right. Good place. Uh, for anybody that's interested, it's too late to do anything about it, but Donald Trump is supposed to be in Alabama this weekend and, Alabama. Um, Oh gosh! Uh, now I forgot the uh, the town, Dennis Lee. Um, hmm. Well, anyway, it's north of Birmingham and south of Huntsville on I sixty five. So that's about all I can. Uh, Coleman, Coleman, Alabama, is uh, going to be a big rally on Saturday. Um, hopefully, uh, Cummings is going to be there. Maybe he. Maybe he can do some uh, reporting, some man on the street yeah, stuff. Yeah, I wish I would have thought to ask him. I'll try to ask him tomorrow. I'll DM him and see if he's going to actually do that. That'd be I'm, interesting. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, surprised he hadn't talked about it. But anyway, so that's coming up this weekend. Uh, we were talking about going, but we're kind of hoping that he will make it to Georgia uh you know, before any elections are held next year, before next fall. Well, I would think, even especially if he's going to have a part in those elections, that he would definitely have to do some things in Georgia. So, I would think so, uh, especially on the senatorial race coming up next year. Uh, well, actually, the governor's race comes up next year too, right? right. So um, he probably probably kind of try to go for whoever's running against Brian Kemp. <laughs> Brian, Brian Kemp. Of course, Brian Kemp, poor old guy. He tried to uh, redeem himself, you know, after the election. He's tried to do a few things to to uh, get back in the good graces, but I don't know if it's going to be enough to keep his job right. as, as long as Stacey Abrams doesn't get it. Oh, yeah. I'll be moving to Nashville. That's a mess right there. All right. So let me, well, if you, can you hum a few bars while I'm looking up the audio here, Dennis Lee? Can you entertain the folks? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what you were doing in that bar. (laughs) (laughs) And it was, it didn't quite go with the music that night either. Somebody get the big one. <laughs> well, there's there's a whole lot of conversations what? on that one. Whoa, the hell you say? <laughs> yeah. I uh, 
I remember. I remember when it somebody came up and asked if you and I were together, if we were a couple. Yeah, I, was or like, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know what do you what do you mean? What are you implying? That's or more that's, overly, what do you want? <laughs> that's my dad. I just <laughs> yeah. You talk about my father like that. I, I don't. I haven't heard one of those stories in a while. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Judging us for eating these fried bologna sandwiches. I know. Well, they were delicious at the time. uh, We were starving. (laughs) Uh, That was the scrawniest piece of bologna I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, very thinly sliced. I I, I did grow up on those. So I did. uh, I did. uh, it's, It's not anything I wasn't accustomed to. All right. I hope this is the right one that I'm going to play here. I've, I've got a little hope. <laughs> I'll try not to blast it out like I did the other night, but I, I will not promise anything. So get your ears ready. Oh, my God. Uh, this is, I believe this is the one that's in. I don't even know what that is. What was that? <laughs> Good what? Lord. What was that? The piece of paper got into the fan over here. <laughs> oh my gosh well gotta gotta leave it up to you and to create a noise uh gosh okay let me <laughs> i don't know about this okay are you done are you are you composed? Oh, God All right. damn, sorry. Now this is this will be some news reporters talking. It'll be some parents talking, and then in about a minute you'll start hearing the teacher, and then there's some kids in the class. But uh, hopefully you can kind of tell what's going on here. Now on a developing story, we first brought you last night on Fox 13 News at nine. A Lehigh High School teacher recorded in this viral video making statements that some say were inappropriate is no longer an employee at the Alpine School District. The district and parents are speaking out today after this teacher's controversial rant was caught on camera. Fox 13 Spencer Joseph spoke with parents and administrators today. My son signed up for a chemistry class. He didn't sign up for the teacher's personal feelings and political feelings class. I hate Donald Trump. He's a sexual predator. He's a literal moron. Turn off the Fox News. These troubling moments in a chemistry classroom at Lehigh High School have resulted in a teacher identified as Leah Kenyon no longer having a job. I don't feel like... That would be a safer environment for me. Zane Storms Jr. was in the classroom. He and his parents tell Fox 13 it all started when a student asked a question about pronouns and the LGBTQ community. Because I am the GSA faculty advisor. I love gay people. Well, I love that she protects them. Like, I support that 100%. But then she goes on to threaten students. If I hear you say a damn word against any of them, I will open a can and I will make your life a living hell. Also, she goes on about saying how they parents are stupid. Most of y'all parents are dumber than you. I'm going to say that out loud. Parents also telling us she has been known to do this. She did the similar things last year. 
she even told us she went as far as said, pull him out of her class because this is how she will be all year long. At one point, the teacher even sang the school doesn't care what she says. Don't tattle on the freaking happen. They don't give a crap. Obviously, we were as um, upset as anyone when we saw the video. Fox 13 spoke with Alpine School District Wednesday, who confirmed she is no longer an employee of the school. You're the problem with the world. Simply won't be tolerated. We expect all of our teachers to teach the core curriculum and stick to the core curriculum. But for parents and students like the storms, this was the wrong way to kick off the start of a school year. In a way, she's trying to persuade me or trying to tell me what to believe and what to do. I feel like the people that should be doing that is my mom and my dad. That should be it. Fox 13 has reached out to the teacher in question who has not gotten back to us. The district says they would not go any further into detail about what happened as a result of that investigation, just that that teacher no longer works at Lehigh High School. Well, there's one good outcome from one of those well, outbursts. Yeah, but she Good for them for kicking her rear end out of there. I mean, she went so far. I don't know if you could understand her, but, you know, she called Donald Trump a uh, predator. Uh, she said that, you know, most of you are smarter than your parents. Uh, and she said at one point, I don't think it was in this one, but the one they played on Fox was much better uh, when they played on Tucker Carlson today, said that uh, you don't need to listen to your parents because they don't always know they don't always have the answer. I mean, it was it was the most ridiculous. And then she talks about crap. And if you say anything about this group of people, I'm going to kick your butt out of the class and uh, uh, or, or make your life a, a living hell. I think what she said. Yeah. Just what? How did these people get into the classroom? How did they get past? Uh, you know, how, how do they get away with it? I guess is what I'm saying. But maybe just because everybody's paying attention now and everybody is super uh, sensitive about things that are being said. Now, there were some other students in this class. I don't know if you could hear it, uh, but there were some students in the class. It almost made the classmates go against each other and right. started a conversation about uh, somebody said, uh, you know, uh, some of you probably like Donald Trump. And what you you could hear one student saying, Ew. <laughs> so, but that's not a conversation they should be having unless they have it in some kind of context of some kind of legislation if they're doing, you know, but not in a chemistry class. What in the world are they even doing talking about it in a chemistry class? Um, so it's, like I said, it, it came, it had a good conclusion uh, because it's, it's awfully hard to get rid of teachers. And uh, I'm just glad I don't have any any kids in school anymore because I would certainly be one of their biggest nightmares. <laughs> I, I, I question the grandbaby all the time and, and ask her, you know, um, so what are they teaching you at school? And, you know, some things she tells me sounds okay. Some things I'm like, okay, we're going down to the school. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I can't, but... <laughs> Well, you know, elementary school is even more fragile, I think. And right. I, 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 yeah. High school, I, could, I might be a little more tolerant with, you know, by that time, most of these kids have a lot of their own opinions anyway. But right. I, was, I was 
glad to see that one young man standing up for his parents and saying, you know, I, I look to them for the guidance, not you. <laughs> you're yeah. not you're not supposed to tell me how to live my life or, or you know, all your spo- you're supposed to stick to the curriculum, whatever it is right. they're supposed to be teaching other than CRT. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Well, and, the kids should be taking that home and, and talking to their parents about it getting validation from them on what they've heard at school yeah now it depends on you know who your parents are that might be the reverse situation but well it's been said by a lot of people and i actually agree to some extent even though i don't have a lot of experience dealing with this issue personally anymore but uh School systems, you know, uh, liberals would love to take over the schools. Why do you think they're putting so much of the CRT and other issues, not just uh, critical race theory, but other issues? And they're trying to take the place of parents in this country. And they're also trying to take the place uh, of, of the, you know, they want to be the people to guide these children in the direction that they think society should be going, in my right. opinion. And, um, it's a scary thing if, if you, you know, if you're a parent and you've got some young kids in school, especially. Let me do this other one. It's only about a minute and a half long. I, I think it's a similar situation, but it's a different school. And bless you. <laughs> and see if I can make this one work out. Good evening. A local high schooler says a teacher is pushing her political beliefs instead of teaching world history. Now, the Bernalillo School District is doing something about it. News 13's Jackie Kent is here with details. Guys, it's only the first week of school, but two concerned parents already want to pull their student from a history class. This because of a teacher's political rant about President Trump that the student recorded. What about the alt-left that came charging at the, as you say, the alt-right? Like him or not, Two parents are concerned a Bernalillo high school teacher is not letting their student express her own political beliefs. And if you have a history teacher teaching you that Trump is good, then I feel really scared for you. The way a world history teacher had her students analyze a political cartoon of President Donald Trump is raising eyebrows. He is the immigrant. And if he's saying all this stuff about immigrants, and who is his wife? An immigrant. Old sophomore recorded the lecture on Thursday and questioned the cartoon's accuracy. Miss, uh, why do you think there was like never political cartoons about like this taught to us about like Obama? There are political cartoons about Obama though. But like taught to us like this, I, I'm not sure there was because like I don't know. Do you guys ever remember Obama cartoons like that? Obama was never very radical the way Trump is. Like he didn't make crazy statements like that. The student's parents who reached out to News 13 say their student felt singled out when the teacher encouraged other classmates to speak up. Usually I'm like not even biased, but like with Trump, like how can you not be biased? I think most history teachers will be like, well, I know there are some teachers here who like Trump. The student's mother says she's concerned the district doesn't know what's being taught in the classroom. Interim Superintendent Keith Cowan calls the recording very concerning, adding he could not provide a comment because it's a personnel matter. Though the district is in the process of dealing with the teacher, he says at the appropriate level.
The student's dad, who's a Democrat, says it's not about politics. He just wants his daughter to be able to make her own decisions. That's why he wants to transfer his student to a different history class. Back to you. All right. Thank you, Jackie. So, well, yank their rearing right out of there and put him right. in some liberal class. So the the student that spoke up, the, the parents of the student that spoke up there, the boy, the, the kid, um, they're Democrats. So it's not like they're they were Trump fans or anything. It's just that they didn't think that was appropriate uh, in that class and and the way it's handled. You know, it's one thing if you want to give facts, if you want to talk about facts. But if you start, you know, just a teacher's up there giving her opinion, you know, know, Trump sucks or. Oh, my gosh. You okay, (laughs) Donald? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I I am. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's just teetering on the edge here, Dennis Lee. I mean, knocked your rutabaga over. Yeah, uh, you know, you know how I get worked up about these things. Yeah. Oh, hey, Lej, welcome again. Hey, Lej, she made it in. Oh, well, let's give her the clap on that one. That's <laughs> well, go. You go right ahead, Donald Wayne. You've got the clap over on that side. <laughs> um. <laughs> We're glad that you made it. We're oh. proud. So that was the only two little audios I had of that. Although uh, last night I used one on a mini pod. It was a, uh, it was a, a little interview that, uh, oh, it's, I think it's campus something. Now I can't remember the name of the group and they go out and they, they record, uh, they ask questions of, uh, students on college campuses <laughs> to get an idea you know, where they are on certain things. And the one last night was about Kamala Harris and the, the reporter was asking, you know, what do you think about Kamala Harris? And, Oh, we think she's doing a wonderful job and, and and we love her policies. And so she said, okay, so uh, which, which of her policies do you like? And, and she couldn't think of one. She says, can you give me some? (laughs) And she said, she said, uh, I, I guess I really don't know what her policies are. You you will delete this, won't you? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's scary because these people are going to be, well, they're probably already voting if they're in college or, or at least they're eligible to vote. You know, it's scary that we've, we've raised uh, a few generations where there are people who just vote based on personality. One one of the students that was asked a question, she says, well, I, I, I like her uh, tweets. <laughs> I like, you know, I, oh, no, I like her on social media. Uh, hey, Ellie J, I saw your name. Do that again, please. I, I couldn't, I couldn't Whoa, re- reach you fast enough. She was trying to call in at the top. But oh, I, okay. Well, you know, uh, you look at Harris and where is she, where is she going? I mean, she's not, uh, she's, she's out of here. She's going to Singapore and Vietnam. She's, uh, she doesn't want to have anything to do with Afghanistan. Well, not saying that she should go there. Be like saying that the president should show up in Afghanistan, but. She, <clears> might, she might want to avoid Vietnam because they're already making, uh, comparisons between. Oh Yeah. Afghanistan, and then our, our the way we had to leave Saigon, you know, well, back in the seventies. For our photo op on top of that building where the the helicopter was picking folks up um, <laughs> in a historic picture. So I don't know. Just uh, what happened to you, Lej? 
Oh, she can't what? call in. You, Did you restrict you, her, Donald Wayne? No, I didn't. Your name popped up at the top, and I, I but I couldn't. I had to stretch too far. Oh my. Hmm. Well, don't pull anything, Donald Wayne. We can't. Yeah, I know. I have that on our conscience. No. You <laughs> uh, strumming again? But uh, what? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So anyway, that's just. Uh, those kind of things just upset me. Yeah, I'm already upset about what they're doing to schools with CRT, and then to have to listen to people. You should see the video. Uh, I'm going to try to find it, but this woman, this teacher, she's doing like a karate chop. She's kicking her leg up in the air, and she's waving Jeez. her arms, and it's like uh, somebody get the doctor because I think she's having some issues. But. Oh. This yeah, is what we we've turned our schools into. Lord knows we're having a lot of issues here. <laughs> I know. Just pick one. Oh, man. We're just eating up with them. Um, well, you know, obviously the biggest issue going on right now is um, is Afghanistan. But I'm going to put that one off for a minute. And, and, and I did invite I, you. Oh, I, oh, she's, oh, she's oh. Still Oh my God! Am I on? Oh, look, she's on. She <laughs> oh we're gonna applause for that. Or the clap <laughs> Am I gonna another get the clap again? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they say uh, you know a second round yeah. uh, better than just one. So well, we, we'll do the cheer this time for you. And that, oh that would be like God. a booster clap, right? <laughs> Jeez. Good thing I like y'all so much. I wouldn't try this hard for just anybody. God. Well, we appreciate it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say now. I had a comment, but it's gone. <laughs> oh well. Well, carry one on. The, one of these days we'll uh, we're going to we're going to get out of this Podbeam universe and get something that's a little less uh, complicated. All right. I've never had trouble until the last couple of times. So, oh well. Anyway, how are y'all? You doing okay? Great. How about We're you? doing good. Doing good. good. As good as we can. Oh, I know what I was going to say now. <laughs> it was it was when you were talking about Kamala going to Vietnam. Oh, did, yeah. did, did you hear with it the how she was uh, naming the tour or the trip or whatever it's called? She is not naming the tour, is she? Yeah, she did. It's called Now get it. She's going to Vietnam and she's yeah. naming America is back. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. Well, no, no, I'm not kidding, kidding you. No. <laughs> oh, my God. That'll, that'll go over real well. <laughs> I wonder who, who advised her on that. Oh. She's like, this will be knows. great for America. <laughs> I'm sure that's what Vietnam has been waiting for. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just can't wait for her to get there, I'm sure. I only had to wait 40 years for that, to, or 45 <laughs> years for that to come back. They're going to ask oh, for yeah. Jane Fonda instead. I know. Well, they should have sent her along with her. Mm. <laughs> uh, and a couple of those people from The View, I've been really good. They called them the new squad. So you know, the, That would be the old squad, I think. Oh, I guess, yeah, that would be, would be the old squad. Have, have you seen the uh, Fox play? I think it was on Tucker Carlson last night. He showed some photos of Elon Omar. And the story is, is resurfaced again about she actually married her brother and 
And uh, Tucker says they have indisputable DNA proof that she married her uh, biological brother in order to be able to uh, stay in the United States. How do they have DNA proof? Okay. DNA proof of a marriage. Right. Uh, Well, I don't know how they got his, but they say they got, they have, they have a couple of awful pictures of her. You know, I mean, she looks fairly nice in her uh, appearances, you know, since she's been in Congress, but uh, this is, there's one picture of her. Um, They, they said they got a cigarette butt, and nobody knew that she even smoked, or at least they never made an issue of it. But I don't know if Muslims are, or Muslim women are supposed to smoke. I'm not quite sure. But and then they well, found how a, could they smoke with that thing over their mouth? I don't even. Well, they don't have to do that here. Uh, right, right. Yeah, Still. but they they got a picture of her that is really pretty ratty looking, uh, with a cigarette. And then, but they said they got <laughs> a cigarette cigarette butt, and they had a straw. That she had used in a cup. Somebody, some, yeah, they had they had some investigators oh, following her okay? around. Well, how does that no. prove a marriage? Yeah, I don't. I, well, now what state was this in? Well, now? they were trying to prove we that she's related to her this. husband. Is what they were trying to do. <laughs> okay. What that? Through a cigarette butt? I mean, <laughs> well, you, you you leave DNA, you leave DNA on anything that you Whoa. put in your mouth, so. Oh well, I know, but that doesn't prove you're married to somebody just because you leave well, DNA on a straw in or something. It might, LJ. Well, they <laughs> and I guess I guess I'm. Oh man, the times. They had DNA of the man she was married to. Um, so. And then they took her DNA and they matched. They said ninety nine. It, it's some investigators that somebody paid for to put on this thing. They've been oh, to... I finally get what you're saying. You're saying that they took DNA from each of them, and they were supposed to be husband and wife, and the DNA matched that they were related. Right. Blood related. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, finally, were, I get it. I'm so sorry. Brother, brother and sister, just so she could immigrate and stay in the United States is, is the story. I don't know whether it's true or not, but he said last night, this investigation has, uh, with the DNA evidence that it's 99.999.8 or not point, but 8%. So I don't really care if she married her brother Uh, personally. I don't, (laughs) I don't like her politics. So I can care less. She's the one that's got to live with it. So, well, I care. I care if she married her brother to illegally stay in the country and then oh, got yeah. elected into our government. I right. certainly, that That'd makes me angry. The well, they say the statute of limitations has run out on, on that part of it. So even if she did marry her brother to illegally be able to stay in the United States, My that goodness. wouldn't be something they could get her on. But there are Sounds laws like against some... marrying your, your uh, brother. Well, I'm sure she probably had to falsify papers that she was a U.S. (laughs) citizen to run for office. Uh, She supposedly became a citizen. I think she came over here when she was very young. I think she's from Somalia, but I think they said she came over here when she was like 12 or something. But in order for her to stay, I don't know why she had to marry her brother, but that seems to be the issue. And they brought it up a, a couple of years ago, but then it kind of died down. Evidently, somebody paid to have this; these investigators go look at all this stuff. 
but the the straw thing and the cigarette butt was kind of funny when they were talking about it last night that they would follow somebody just to get some of their DNA. But yeah, why would they go to all the trouble doing that if it was past statute of limita- limitations? I mean, you know. Well, because they're working on the angle ma- of marrying your brother being illegal. But but if it was already passed, you only know, on the immigration. Only on the immigration. Right. Hmm. There was two issues. One, she immigrated illegally because of marrying the brother. At 12? Well, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, wow. We That's made... a scandalous, though, Wayne. <laughs> well, I guess well, you know, they do it different in Somalia, right? <laughs> Apparently. Well, and, you know, and, and a lot of the countries in, uh, in, in the East, uh, it's, it's legal to marry very, very young Girl, oh, bury your brother or sister though? I don't know. I'm not an. Aren't you sorry? Are you sorry you brought this up? I know. I, I thought it. I thought We're it was going to have to like get a, somebody on the line. I have to clear this thing up. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're going to have to marry your sister, son. B, uh, BP. There's no. There's no way around it. PP. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Ask Dennis about the planet, BP, so I can get uh, off of this. The cigarette butt and the straw. <laughs> uh, but you you got to see the picture of her. I'm sure she's horrified that that picture came out. It's just like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I better hush before I make it worse. Mm. Okay. I'm, I'm through talking about that. I'll never bring it up again because I don't really care. I just don't like her. Oh, she's, yeah. she's a mess. Yeah. Yeah, she is more than a mess, that's for sure. Um, yeah, my focus really was on, hey, Doss. Um, hey, Doss. And welcome, Big Sexy. Is it, um, you know, really, how can you get away from anything that's going on in Afghanistan right now? And uh, President Biden has just con- continued and continued to show how disconnected he is from everything. I mean, these series of interviews that he's had, and these little speeches that he's given has just put him further and further in the hole. Um, I, I just, like the one, um, you know, he, he doesn't even know. He, one of his things uh, that he, when he was doing the interview, um, he didn't even know that we had troops stationed in, in Syria. This is off of uh, the Washington Examiner, but um they said uh, most of the intelligence analysis uh, predicted that al-Qaeda would come back in 18 to 24 months after withdrawal of American troops, asked George Stephanopoulos. Is that analysis now being revised? Could it be sooner? Um, and uh, he said it could be, said Biden. But, George, look, here's the deal. Al-Qaeda, ISIS, they metastasized. There's a significantly greater threat to the United States from Syria. There's a significantly greater threat from East Africa. There's a significantly yeah. greater threat to other places in the world than it is from the mountains of Afghanistan. And we have maintained that the, the ability to have an over-the-horizon capability to take them out. We don't have military in Syria to make sure that we're going to be protected. Uh, but yeah, Mr. President, actually, there's about 900 U.S. service members stationed in Syria. 
Um, in fact, the article said that it was a major scandal that there were U.S. troops over there at all. Former President uh, Trump in 2018 ordered their withdrawal, declaring, we have won against ISIS. Then the commander of the United States military repeated the order again in 2019, only to have nameless bureaucrats lie to their superiors and simply undermine his orders. Uh, that's according to outgoing Ambassador Jim Jeffrey, the U.S. Special Envoy for Syria. So, you know, he, he's so disconnected on so many levels. Um, you know, he's snapping at reporters, like when the reporter asked him uh, about, you know, the Afghans clinging to the U.S. Uh, Air Force planes going out of Kabul. Um, you know, it, and I, most everybody saw that. Um, and he was like, well, you know, that was five days ago. <laughs> what does it even matter? Yeah. Uh, um, you know, and uh, it's and then everything that's been left behind, all the weapons that have been left behind. And I hope the hell they took all the um, the data that we had in there out. But they've just captured a horde of uh, American-made weapons, you know, and then and people are like, well, okay, well, what are they going to do with that? Well, well they got Black Hawk helicopters, too. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, look, this tanks. is better than the 90s when we came in. We got wow. tanks, Black Hawk helicopters, all these other weapons. Man, we're, we're in good shape. Thanks a lot, Biden. We well, they'll probably sell that. the helicopters to Iran or Russia, you know. <laughs> well, that's what they were saying, um, that, uh, you know, that'll find its way on the on the black market there. And I'm sure, like you said, you know, Russia is going to help them out. Um, Russia is already... Uh, working on um, on trying to uh, fill in the void, you know, now that, that we pulled out of there. And um, China and Iran are looking at it too, like you were talking about before, with the, uh, the, 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 the mineral mining that's going on there. Right. All the, the, the minerals and China and, and Iran are all over that. So we, I mean, it's opened up such a big vacuum there um, that, <laughs> I mean, I just, it's, it's just unfathomable that this happened and it happened so quickly. Um, well, and that, you know, that, that they act like uh, it's no big deal. Yeah. And the equipment thing, you know, bugs me because, you know, in this country, you know, we have all those people up in Washington, D.C. that love to spend our money that we have to work for. All they do is suck it in and, and spend it any way they want to and try to justify it. Yet we leave millions and millions of dollars over there in Afghanistan on the fields. And uh, it, it's like, oh, well, well, we need some more money. We got to replace that stuff. Are you kidding me? You know, they have no respect for you know, the money that they spend in this country. And, um, you know, if it had been me and I was in charge of anything over there, I'd be flying around and destroying all that stuff that's on the ground. If I can't get it, you ain't going to have it either. Well, and that's what I thought we would have done, that, you know, we would have 
We'd have just blown that stuff up. Yeah, I'd have targeted or something. I said, y'all might want to step back from that uh, Blackhawk because uh, we got it targeted right now. Because right. there's no way we should let them use that equipment. Um, it's ours. And um, now I did hear a couple of days ago that why some of that equipment was left there because it was left for the Afghan army, assuming that they were going to continue using that stuff. But uh, I think it became evident over the weekend they weren't going to be around to use it. So, Well, and, and Doss, that could be a conspiracy theory that – they were bolstered up with weapons and, you know, um, could uh, band together and fight against the Chinese and the Russians. But I don't know. I think Russia and China are ready to just take that place over. Yeah, but, you know, um, they've already thrown Russia out of Afghanistan once. I don't well, I don't know why. I don't think the Afghans would have any love for China, uh, Russia. Well, but, I'm, I'm uh, glad you mentioned it. Russia, Russia's already gloated that they – they said that its government lasted longer in Afghanistan than the U.S. regime did. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't think Russia was there. I'm, I'm agreeing with Donald Wayne there. I, Russia got burned really bad. They were in Afghanistan a long oh, time, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they got kicked out. And then, you know, then we're there 20 plus years. Right. And we leave like this. And. You know, the, the military industrial complex, right? Eisenhower said, beware, because, you know, all they want to do is make money for their manufacturers. You got to right. have enemies and you got to replace all that stuff now. So the bucks are going to roll in again. Well, right. it's all about money. It's all right. about money. And that's what worries me, too. We've been that's been a cash cow for 20 years. Um, now that that's gone, there's going to be another one. Where is that going to be? You know, we're going to oh, they'll find go one. Well, right, he already exactly. said. He already said it. Biden already said it. Bigger threat in the- Syria. Bigger threat in Africa. I mean, he's already telling us. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know that he would he would be able to know his own name sometimes if he wasn't looking at the teleprompter. I just <laughs> you know, it, it seems like we always have to have an enemy, right? We always we have to do. have an enemy. Always. always. Have we seen Ron uh, Paul any- for president? <laughs> <laughs> have we seen any libertarian have we ever seen a decade without some sort of war you know. well a whole generation's grown up at war in, in afghanistan right. exactly they've never known anything different yep it's really sad well i don't they, remember they, anything from the end of vietnam until the little uh issue came up with iran and we were kicked you know they held the hostages when jimmy carter was president but I don't remember any other particular conflict for a while, but um, maybe we just didn't know about it. What about yeah, Central Am- Central America? Well, that's true. Well, the Iran Contra stuff, and <laughs> we were supposedly meddling down there. And and I think you're right, Lej, about uh, you know we have to be suspect of our government and and these these people that do these special ops and they go into these countries for these reasons that are always supposed to be about our security. Uh, but then we find out years later, well, maybe we shouldn't have been there. We shouldn't have been doing that. And um, over and over and over. Yeah, it's, it's constant. But you're, you know, you mentioned money. It's all about money. It's all about these oh, yeah. uh, contractors making millions of dollars right. uh, manufacturing. I mean, 
that was one of the things with uh, Cheney and Cheney's involvement. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't really. Maybe that's the only reason Bush picked Cheney. I don't. I don't know why they ever picked that man um, to be vice president. Together, so. Bush probably didn't pick him. <laughs> probably yeah, not. I don't think. Oh, hey, Cheney, they tell me you're going to be good. Let's go. You ready to go, Cheney? <laughs> Come on, man. You, you like it, Coors Light? It just <laughs> it didn't make any sense to me back then, but uh, I was I was so proud to have another Texan in, in the I White House. Know. I didn't care at the time. Yeah. Uh, you and know, Cheney was running Bush. Yeah, we we had to have somebody yeah, to no erase kidding. the memory of Lyndon Johnson. So, right, yeah, we had to make up for that somehow. We didn't we didn't quite hit the mark, but we got close. Um, but it's um, I, I just I do not understand us leaving all that stuff there and not destroying it. I, I did hear that they destroyed uh, all all the stuff in the uh, embassy that was right. uh, critical, um, but. Uh, you know, I, I I wouldn't let them have a, a stinking piece of equipment. Now we couldn't well, destroy all the the weapons, but we could destroy all the armored stuff, the the tanks and the well, transport vehicles. I don't know why they wouldn't have, but um, you know, a lot of these a lot of these refugees are coming to um, Texas. I don't I don't know how many thousands they said were coming. I oh, sure boy. thought they said ten to thirty thousand, and then um, Virginia just opened their arms today. I think. And said, we'll take as many as you can give us. Yeah. So, Who in Virginia um, said that? The people or the government? No, the, in the government in Virginia. Of course. Yeah, not, the peop- not the people. That's well, a Democrat. Right. Exactly. Well, what do you, how do you explain Texas, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm, you know, I'm, I'm concerned. We're fighting the border, but yet we're going to bring in. And look, I feel bad for these people. And I feel bad for some, you know, some of the folks down at the border, too. But I think I'm going to move to Florida. We're such a, yeah, exactly. There's a way, uh, there's a way to do it, but I, I there's got to be some money involved to bring all those folks into these different states. But I guess they can fill the jobs that we can't get our own people to fill, so we won't have all these delays and and in uh, manufacturing and shipping and. But then you know. you're eventually going to have to support all these people who refuse to go back to to work. Of course, they're probably. Well, we got, yeah, well, eventually, yeah, I guess. Uh, well, we're, we're we're supporting them right now, really, so it, it won't really much matter. The, have either one of y'all heard about? Uh, if you know the name Laura Logan, have you ever seen her on oh, Fox? Yeah, I've seen her. Yeah. Hmm, I haven't. She was. She did a very interesting. She said she spent a lot of time in Afghanistan over the years, and and she did an interesting piece. I think she's on uh, Tucker Carlson on. Not his regular Fox show, but that that other one he does. Um, it streams, but she yeah, was talking. Uh, hmm? Yeah, it's no, uh, Fox Nation. I think they call it. Right. Yeah, Fox Nation. But she was saying that there's a history. You know, th- there has to be a limit to how many people we take out of Afghanistan because what they've shown to happen in other countries, like. Um, uh, France and uh, I was one of Germany, I believe, was one she was talking about. But they took a lot of immigrants from Afghanistan and Syria, and they ended up having a lot of problems because a lot of these immigrants are just single young men. And right. there's such a, a gap in the culture between where they're coming from and then they move to a more civilized, supposedly, society 
like France, Germany, or the United States, and they don't fit in very well. And they said they uh, they had lots of crime issues uh, with with a lot of these immigrants. And they and you know remember just a few years ago, France was complaining about their biggest problem uh, is is all the immigrants they took in. You know, like 15, 20 years ago, they're changing the whole culture of France. It's no longer a French centered society anymore. It's more right. of these immigrants that have come in and over overtaken the, the country, which yeah, is something, you know, look at what, I mean, we've already got a million four hundred thousand. I think it was the number that I saw the other day that's come in from the Southern border. And right. now they're talking about possibly over a hundred thousand people coming from Afghanistan. They're going to bring them here to the United States if they're I mean, saying if they're saying a hundred thousand, you can bet it's going to be a lot more. Probably yeah. so. Probably right. so. You know, Viktor Orban in Hungary. I think he was the only country in the EU that said no immigrants for us. We're not oh. having them change our culture. And he literally closed his borders. There was a big stink, if you'll remember, a few years ago about. People were backing up at the border because they wanted to cross, go across Hungary to get into the central part of Europe. Yeah, and he wouldn't right. even let them travel through his country. Right. Uh, actually, Dennis Lee and I talked about that the other night. Um, I, I think I'd read an article about how you can they're not taking any immigrants into Hungary right now because mm -mm. they have everybody they need. There's, they, they're they're going to take care of Hungarians first. Well, they're going to protect their culture and their history as well. Right, right. Um, but then we, in this country, we have people like uh, Elon Omar who wants us to just bring in as many people as we can because their goal is to change the culture in this country. Of course it is. Well, they're and working on it pretty hard. Make it unrecognizable. But, you know, they're forgetting one, one factor. There's no other country on the face of the earth that has had the kind of society that we've had in, in the United States, even though we've got things that we, I keep saying this every time because we're not perfect. We have things that we should be ashamed of that happened in our history. But there's still all these other countries do, too. And uh, nobody can duplicate what we've done in this country with the freedoms that that we've had. And if you change this society too much, all that stuff is going to disappear because a lot other, of it already has yeah, these other yeah. cultures they don't support that no this is not what they want to do in this country well we we don't i mean we used to welcome people from other countries and that's great but they need to assimilate to our ways <laughs> you know and, this is our, this is this was our country and our history that come to our country they can't change our country to their ways right. they assimilate to ours and they can enrich and add but they don't change you know I what know i mean a lot of people would say that that's racist lej well they may and i'll have a few words i could say back to them but <laughs> i won't on your podcast <laughs> well and, and i agree with you that we have a right to expect people that move to this country to want to be American. That doesn't mean they have to give up their cultures. No. You know, they can still have them at home. But as far as society is concerned, or they can have their places of worship, whatever. 
and community, but do not fundamentally change the laws and, and the culture of this country, but you know, because you're supposed to come here and want to be an American citizen. And why did you come here in the first place if you didn't want to partake in our free society? You know, if it, you bring all the things that were negative about where you came from, you're just going to turn us into what you left. Right. You know, it doesn't make sense, right? It's the same theory that all those crazy people in California that are moving. Yeah. because they they're choking out there in California, but they're bringing their same like they're moving to Austin, Texas, and they're bringing that same same uh, twisted philosophies with them. And well, they're so they're they're going to they're going to ruin Austin. They're going to ruin Texas. I think they've already ruined Austin. And then what, they I, from what I hear from what I hear. Yeah, well, Austin's yeah, it's, been, I haven't been, been there in years personally, but <laughs> I know I I. It was a neat place the last time I was there, but it's you. You read about it all the time, uh, and and I saw uh, an article where Austin was welcoming people from California. Come on out here, you know. But it, it was a liberal talking. You know, yeah, they want more liberals in Texas. Well, they got more water. I, in I Texas cringe. I cringe every time I hear about a big company moving here. Oh yeah. Because they bring thousands of employees with them, you know. They say, oh, we're going to create all these new jobs. But unfortunately, they bring a lot of their employees with them. Right. And a lot of their ways, like y'all said. So yeah. it's, uh, oh, God. We're like in a mess. E- e- Elon Musk. <laughs> we are a mess. <laughs> so, yeah, well, it, you know, it starts from the top and trickles down. <laughs> but that's, that's, you know, you were talking about immigration in this country. We've always welcomed immigrants, but in, in originally, everybody that came here had to be assimilated in society. You had to learn English. You had to take history classes. You had to prove you you knew something about our culture and about the United States before you, you could know, become a citizen. Yes, and you used to way back when. You used to have to have a sponsor. Right. And you used to had to have a way to make means so that you would not be a burden to society. And right. you also had to be healthy and not bring any communicable diseases. Ah, well, that's funny. We, we had gone to <laughs> Bermuda. Well, we're breaking um, all the rules. We've gone to Bermuda years back, and we inquired about it. We're like, man, this, this is, like, beautiful. I haven't even seen a single bug here. Uh, an insect buzzing <laughs> around my eyes. And they said, well, the only way you can live here is if you have enough money to last you until you pass away. Um, we are not going to take care of you. You have to prove to our government that you have enough money. And I was like, well, okay, so you got enough money to get in here. What if you make some bad decisions once you're here? <laughs> <laughs> or what if you live too long, right? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, somebody's going to have to cough it up. But, yeah, I, I could see that. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. Uh, New Zealand's the same way. There's a lot of countries that have uh, very strict um, – policies about immigrating to the country. We were talking, uh, Dennis Lee, you and I, a few weeks ago about, uh, I want to say, is either Switzerland or um, uh, what's the other, uh, Sweden maybe, that, you know, you had, it, it took you about two years before you could become a citizen. If you wanted to move there and become a citizen, it took you two years. You had to learn the language. 
you had to learn the history and you had to have a job and prove that you could support yourself. But here we are in the United States, the, the, the greatest place on earth to live. And we're letting millions of people come in here with no means of supporting themselves. Many of them are sick. Uh, I doubt very seriously, many of them will ever learn the language. Uh, I know maybe some of the younger ones will, but there will be a lot of people that will probably never learn the language. And, uh, and liberals are okay with that. Well, you know, they, they play on people's heartstrings. And, you know, we are a kind people, too. And we will help people out. But, you know, back in the old days, the, the way people helped each other out was exactly that. People helping people, not government taking right. from one person to give to another. That's very different than helping someone out of the kindness of your heart. You know, it used to be neighbor helping neighbor, church people helping the community. Right. And but now it's the government takes from the workers and gives to anybody. Well, it's a socialist experiment gone wild. Um, they're taking this to the extreme, and I don't think they're going to stop anytime soon. We got Joe Biden begging OPEC to increase oil production when we've got plenty of what we need here. You know, just to make it, you know, he's begging for oil from OPEC to make up for the U.S. and uh, Canadian uh, oil production that had been stifled, um, you know, from when he took office. Sometimes you know. do you think they're just doing so much stuff contrary to the country we were throwing it at us all the time to, to, to break us down, you know, to break us, make us weary and tired and sad and depressed. And I think so. Cause you know, I mean, everything that you turn on right now and, and has been for <clears throat> the past, um, you know, since the election has been just depressing. has been nothing to really hang your hat on, nothing to really get pumped up about. Um, this one been one we've we've totally stripped down everything that had been built up in the last four years, and we've done it at a record pace in less than a year. Uh, by the end of the year, it'll be totally it'll totally erase everything that had been done in the last four years. We already look weaker than than we have looked, and I I, I beg I, I I go to to the extreme to say that we look weaker than we did when um when Obama was president. You know, yeah, and now, he was mis- he was Mr. Apology, right? Uh, um, and yeah, now I, we got uh, China telling Taiwan, "Oh yeah, you go ahead, you go ahead and lean on America um, to back you up. Look what they're doing with Afghanistan. You don't have a chance, so you might as well give it up. It's horrible. Uh, just, we look like a big joke right now, and it's more than infuriating." We do, but who's over in Haiti helping those people out? Who's 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 sending uh, ships and uh, and helicopters and food and doctors? Right. Well, and that's what we do. And you know, um, God forbid anything you know bigger than what happened on nine eleven happened here in America. Would they come to us the same way? I like to think that the, that. The, the countries would. 
Um, but I don't know. They de- we're dependent on so much around the world. Um, it's not even our mess. Well, um, which is why we're such a big target, I think, in the world, because I think China knows and Russia knows that with a, a weakened United States, they'll have a lot more flexibility to do what they want to do in the world because we won't be a threat. Um, well, yeah, Russia's already gearing up for that. Russia, there was a thing out on CNN <laughs> um, <laughs> that said uh, they've already got um, satellite images of how Russia is preparing to test a new nuke. Uh, it's called a Skyfall missile that can um, that can, uh, is designed to defeat the U.S. defense systems. I mean... There's all this stuff going on, and it's almost like it's a distraction as well to what all what else is going on in the background. And, it, and you know, and if we don't stop doing that here before too long, we're going to find ourselves in trouble. Well, it's like somebody said uh, the other night. You know, the United States now we have leaders in the military and Secretary of Defense on down who are more interested in teaching CRT to our uh, men and women in the armed forces than they are working on making sure we've got the best working uh, military in the world. And uh, China is just, you know, steaming right along, uh, getting bigger and better. And uh, I bet they're not spending any, and not that I want to do anything similar to what China does, but, you know, Military should be focused on military. We, we're so distracted in this country by all this crap that they brought up in the last, well, I would like to say the last seven months, but it's really been the last five years. If you count all the Trump years, I mean, we've really been ridiculous for five years in this country. The arguments that we've had and the, and the things that people, are, the directions they've taken things. And uh, we've lost our focus. We have way lost our focus. I don't know if y'all saw a video. I saw a video. I can't remember what website it was I was looking at, but it was about, it was the Taliban and they were looking at going through some of the papers and stuff that were, they, somebody ran into. And of course they were speaking in Afghani or whatever it's called. And, but there were the subtitles at the bottom in English and they were laughing so hard because it was about, there was a book or something. It was something like, and, and of course this isn't exactly what it was. I can't remember, but it was something like Johnny's happy. He's getting a new pink dress. Um, <laughs> you know, and it was about all this LGBTQ and stuff. And, you know, we even flew the flag over our embassy, the LGBTQ. Um, in Afghanistan, in, in Afghanistan yeah. and all the embassies right. around the world, my, you know, and, and they were like, if we knew, this is what they were teaching their military. We could have beat them a long time ago. We would not have had uh, such respect for their might. Right. Well, so to your point, to your point, it's weakening our, our, what we once were. Right. And Russia and China are excited about that. All all, all the only purpose of the military in this country is to protect American citizens. That's number one. Then if we are able to help other places in the world, then, you know, we've done that. We've done that World War One, World War Two, uh, and other but, conflicts. But those those conflicts were really also to protect the homeland. Right. 
you know, they were, they were a, a lot of this, a lot of this mischief that we've done had nothing to do with protecting the U.S. Vietnam right. had nothing to do with protecting the U.S. No, nothing at all. No. So there's a lot of mischief money. going on away from what the Constitution did in creating the military force, in my humble opinion. And I'm pretty opinionated. Have you noticed? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know, uh, LJ. We haven't heard you in a while, so uh, we, we, I've been, we I've been have... saving up. <laughs> saving it all up. I mean. Lord knows you've got plenty to be uh, aggravated about living in Texas right now mm. uh, with all the conflicts that are going on there. But um, you, you, I, I've heard so many different opinions about Afghanistan in the last four or five days. You'll have a group of people say, you know, we shouldn't have been there more. We should have gotten out around 2004, 2005. We should have been through with that and gotten away. Uh, and then other people say, oh, no, we need to be there because, you know, we, we need a base and we need to be able to do this and that. Uh, if we needed that's a mis- base. That's mischief. Right. Right. There. right. So um, it, as sadly, as long as people can make money off of war and conflicts in, in this country or uh, our leaders can, you know, I was talking about that secretary of um, defense. Uh, Austin, which was a general, I don't know if he was a four star or five star general before they, before he retired. And then we tapped him for that job, but they were talking about him having, uh, millions, millions of dollars worth of stock. And, uh, is it Patheon? Raytheon. Great. Uh, some, some, uh, Raytheon is a Raytheon is a huge one. Okay, Raytheon. Maybe it's Raytheon because I know it's Eon something. So Raytheon, uh, but he's got he's got he's a big investor in that. So you know, it seemed like that's a conflict uh, that we have a general that could be in charge of. Uh, you know, uh, you got a half- bobbler on there, Donald Wayne. I got a bobbler. <laughs> I think Brandon's trying to call in. Have I got a Brandon's, bobbler on what? Brandon's been on the show before. He he's got a question asked. Brandon, make, you know, remember there's no profanity on the show. We keep it clean as we can. Um, otherwise, yes. I have to stay behind and clean up. Um, <laughs> you might try and do it again, uh, Brandon. I don't know. He may not yeah. have seen it. Uh, it all it right, bobbles rather. There he is. All right, sweet Brandon, you're on Tristock. How you doing? I'm good. What the heck? I got to be clean? Yeah. Uh, no what, this this is not an explicit show. <laughs> yeah, I, that's flipping is... ridiculous. Yeah, uh, there you go. Um, it's, you know, our show and our rules. We we just kind of like to have it where some people in the family can listen, Brandon. So, yeah. you know, you got to understand that. No, I'm cool. Don't worry. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick to five. What, what was your question that you asked on the Slightly Show? Yeah. So it was uh, Eric already knows this. He was on the show. I asked, uh, speaking of Afghanistan, if you do assign blame between the four presidents since we've been there. I'm Canadian, so I can say we because Canadians have been there too. Yeah. Bush, Obama, Trump, Biden. What percentage of blame for this mess that's been happening over the last couple of weeks falls on each of those four men's shoulders. Ooh, that's a I good mean, one. Um, 
I can't you give know, an educated answer, Brandon, just because uh, just an opinion, uh, really. I can't say that I'm. Oh, Eric wants to call in there too. Let's let's yeah, get Eric. What, in, Eric, Eric you got gotta give me more time than that. <laughs> yeah, he's got a slow finger. Yeah, um, we've uh, <laughs> yeah, we got plenty of lines here. <laughs> All right, I think we can squeeze I, into seven there. I mean, we um, we know George Bush is responsible for us being there, and then I think. I mean, a lot of people will say it's shared between Bush and Obama. Obama could have gotten us out. Um, and Trump, I think Trump was the first one to say we're getting out. Uh, right. and, and I think he tried to do it, at least from all that I read, that he tried to do it in a manner which would be the best in our interest. Um I think, and I, I said this when Eric Eric saw that I typed this in the last show. The uh, right, I am, I am far from a Trump fan. I really, honestly, despise the man. And right. Out of the four, I think we've gotten that. I think, I think he holds the least blame out of the four. Yeah. He's the first yeah. one that actually came up with a plan. Right. And yeah. I honestly believe that he, if he would have stuck around, I think he would have executed the plan a lot better than actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. Than the current mess that we're in, because. You know, what's irritated me here lately is, well, and, and I get that, and, and look, it's appreciated. I mean, um, we 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 blend it, we have the facts, and then we have how we feel, and you know, try to blend yeah. them together. But it, it's uh, it's very annoying that Biden has taken no, um, he is not owning this at all about the information that was given, the intelligence that was laid out before all this happened. And you can go back to 2005 to where the generals back then were saying, well, you know, look, this Afghan army is not all what it's cracked up to be. And I don't know if they can hold it on their own. So they've known take, this for a long time. Take it back even a month ago, Reese, that there is no circumstance where we will be evacuating Americans from the embassy. In- exactly. And, and, and you know, right. and uh, was real bold. Uh, uh, you know, was he just he really be- believed in that. And that's why I'm like, you are so disconnected from what's actually going on. Um, it's not even funny. And to blame the Afghans in your press conference and say, well, they didn't fight hard enough. Like, I mean, maybe well, somebody, this fight. could be Vietnam all over again, too. Right. Yeah, there the, was, there they, was somebody on there last night uh, on Fox defending the Afghans to the point, you know, a lot of Afghan, uh, more Afghans have died in uh, mm-hmm. and according to that report, then uh, American soldiers have died. Uh, something up, upwards of ten thousand have Afghan soldiers have died during this I re- conflict. I read sixty six thousand. Oh well, it, it could be. It could be. Yeah, and how many civilians? What about civilians? Yeah, Innocent people. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, and supposedly there's a, a group of, of the Afghan army that's holed up in a, a certain part of northern Afghanistan right now in an area. And somebody asked the question today uh, of one of the generals, I believe, in, in a press conference, are, are we going to try to help those people out? I don't know that I would have asked that because, I mean, we couldn't broadcast it if we intended to, especially when we're trying mm-hmm. to still get Americans out. I mean, it would well, be foolish to answer that question. That's a good you know, that's a good question, Justin. So she's not sure why they're letting Biden make any decisions anymore. You know, like he's even mentally capable. And one of the reports that came out was, by the Washington Examiner, they're like, yeah, what is wrong 
with Joe Biden. Um, Truly, truly nobody thinks that Joe Biden really made any of these decisions. It's very apparent that Biden's not calling calling the shots. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, and if um, and if Joe Biden wants to resign, we would be stuck with Kamala Harris. Or, but it, but if we didn't have Kamala Harris, then we would be stuck with Nancy Pelosi. Right. We have no good options right now. No. At good least Kamala options. can string a sentence together. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know, and and you know, Kamala probably couldn't even stop gigg- giggling long enough to um to demonstrate leadership. Well, you got just saying. You got my- Biden on vacation, you know, when all this was going on. And then you got Kamala getting ready for a trip to Vietnam. You know, mm-hmm. um, Pelosi's back at her house chugging down ice cream. I mean, what is going on with our government? So here's the thing. If I could vent for it's, one second, I think there's two major problems that occurred just from those videos that came from that Kabul airport the other day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Problem the first. There's probably people, the young kids that live in Afghanistan right now that have watched their parents be abandoned by the U.S. Army. Yes. That might be the next Taliban because, I mean... Right. Even if they, even if your parents were fighting on the U.S. side, they abandoned you in your country and they were both slaughtered in front of you. So it's the right. U.S.'s fault, probably, in their minds. And the second thing is, next country that... Uh, yeah. I, I say we because I'm Canadian, and we always follow you guys. Next country we go into and try to liberate or try to do whatever, the same thing we do in Afghanistan, they're going to know, well, last time you went to a country and tried to liberate and put up a government and try to change the culture, you just left them there. So why are we going to fight for you? And I totally agree with that, Brandon, and especially with the remark about you know, we're, we're, we're breeding the next um, line of terrorists because – you're right. They're going to want to have revenge for what um, has been done to their family members. It's leaving them over there holding the bag. And the Taliban, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to simulate people back into the population. We're going to accept women into the government. I don't believe that any farther than I could throw one of them. You know, Fast forward just, 10 years, a 20-year-old Afghan. What happened to your parents? Oh, my, my father was an interpreter for the U.S. Army. So uh, yeah. when they abandoned him, he was slaughtered in front of me. Right, and you're taking these young girls that have grown up with some semblance of freedom and have been able to go to school, they've got a cell phone, they're not not having to cover up entirely like they were back when they were in the Stone Age. Now they're mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're forced right back into that. And they're going to revolt. And they're going to, you know, and they'll they'll probably lose their lives because of it. And they're not going to win the Taliban, they're going to yeah, exactly. Uh, wholeheartedly, um, they will. I, you're going to say something, Ellie J? I was just going to say I totally agree with what Brandon's saying. I mean, blowback is going to be a bad thing for a lot of countries, but particularly yeah. us right now. Mm-hmm. And and especially even allies, too, like Israel and Canada and Australia, that, you know, and Great Britain and, and other countries that were involved in this. But and, and I think a couple of points I would raise is, um, you know, you know, because I, I look at it like this, that we, we know, you know, Biden really s- screwed the, this whole situation up. And then Trump ha- had, a you know, a ver- very good plan to at least get us out of there. But but what we saw with Biden is we, we see the virtue si- signaling tactic. But then then I also look back to previous presidents like o- Obama, which um, 
even though he got credit for, you know, taking out bin Laden, um, he was heavily criticized for letting one of the Taliban terrorists leave, leave Gitmo in exchange for that traitor Bo Bergdahl's return. And then I look at the George W. Oh. Bush administration and um, 9-11 happened on his watch. And but he seemed more interested in Iraq than he did in hunting down bin Laden. Then 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 I would also add in Clinton, like he, he had ample opportunity to, to take out bin laden back in the late 90s early 2000s before his time in office was over and and he just pra- practically let that go to hell and then well they, they you know and gave them weapons they 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 tried they, uh-huh. they were allies they weaponized them and trained them and then and then with the 9-11 anniversary coming up um and i think a question that i'm, I'm sure a lot of people would be asking including myself is you know why were we also not looking at Saudi Arabia, considering that the majority of the 9-11 terrorists and hijackers were Saudi nationals? Like, why, why is it that, that they've been lar- largely ignored? But I, but I know, like, some of these points I'm raising would be up for a debate. And then with the fall of Afghanistan being being a repeat of Vietnam, imagine, like, Taiwan feeling vulnerable right about now, too. Oh, yeah. If you're Taiwan, you got to be shaking in your boots. That was oh, my exact no, no. point. You but, want, because oh, we already have China saber rattling. Right. We go to Taiwan and say, we have your back if you fight with us. And they say, well, we saw what happened to the last guys that fought with you. Yeah, I think we're just going to stick with China. Um, you know, but oh, we're not going to come down on Saudi Arabia because, you know, when we can't get our own oil and we can't, mm-hmm. you know, in, in uh, between Canada and the United States, and we got to go back in Mexico, we got to go back to the Saudis for oil. Which is ridiculous. Or the Russians or the Venezuelans. Right. Oh, God. I would lose my mind if we were... Ha- really, just don't mm-hmm. have to beg any of them when we have our own resources here. Yeah. Exactly. It's, yeah, we were uh, energy independent just less a year ago, right? Yeah, well, and I thought... Biting you know, food out. Yeah, we're, we're crawling out of this. We got the, things look like they're... they're they're coming back up, and then all of a sudden the election happens, and just throw everything out the window. And this uh, COVID pandemic came out of nowhere, like almost overnight. Yes, mm. yes. Always take Don't advantage. Get me started on that. Of a good disaster. <laughs> well, I um, think the damage has already been done, Lej. <laughs> yeah. Well, not it's not. Yeah, but it didn't come. Yet. It didn't. But it didn't come out of nowhere. <laughs> no, no, not at all. This is a, a little experience yeah. I had yesterday. It's similar. It, it has nothing to do with Afghanistan, but talking about China, and, and I've I've fussed for months now about the, our stupidity and and depending on China for pharmaceuticals and for uh, batteries and and computer uh, parts and so forth. And so I was I had to take my my Ford in for service yesterday. And I thought, well, I'm going to look around and see, you know, what my next one's going to be next year. There's there's like six new cars on the lot. I mean, it's it's a wasteland. I, I walked in. I said, so have y'all been robbed? Did somebody come in here? Oh, no, we've we've built the vehicles, but we can't get the the computer chips, uh, you know, whatever it is that they have to have, you know, since all these cars now, you know, are right computerized we're waiting on them to come from i said so you're waiting on china yeah i said how nuts is that that well that we allow that in this country when we have the ability to do these things other than some of the raw materials unfortunately which china is uh actively trying to be the leader in 
you know. Well, and, and here's a little tip for those folks who want to go out and get a new car. If you can wait, you need to because by the time the chips come in and they've been sitting on these cars that they've already pre-purchased, waiting on the chips to get that deal, you know, to get locked into that price, um, they got to get those cars out of there. They start losing money the day they bought the cars. So you're going to be able to get one heck of a deal um, for a 2020 vehicle. That's for sure. Come up, uh, I mean, a 2021 uh, or even even a late uh, even a late 2020. Uh, but yeah, 2021 vehicles, you'll be able to get a heck of a deal uh, once they get those chips in. I just that that it ought to it, it infuriates me that we are so dependent on China for so many things. Who in the world would you depend on your enemy to to supply you with things that you need in your life? No, Why do we do that? That you're putting in your body. Yeah, because it's, it's about money. It's all about right. money again. Yeah, would, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Sadly, so to, uh, we sold our souls. Off, not to come Thank off you. high and mighty, but I think we need to stop uh, trying to hate each other so much on our Isn't political views truth? and start thinking about uh, if China and Russia decide to get together and take us out, we're going to need to work together. So maybe let's try to fix the shit in house first. Right? No, I, I totally <laughs> agree with you. I do I totally too, because I think there's yeah. so much more that unite the people than divide the people. It's the governments that cause the trouble. Yes. So if we, if we focus on what really unites us. I was we, nine years old when 9-11 happened. I remember the entire Western world coming together. Yeah. 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 We, yes. It was we great. tend to do that. We're, we're Let's so not much wait more for the powerful. next the next attack to happen before we decide to get our shit together. Well, we're so much more powerful when we're when we're united, and the government doesn't want that. They'd rather keep us divided all day long because they can control us easier. I say you let's know, get out ahead of it before they before they come after us. Let's yep. get our shit together and have. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I'm signing on to that. That's that's just a good that's a good thought, Brandon, and something that we definitely well, need to do. And and I think another thing worth pointing out about Afghanistan too that that the governments seem more interested in making money off of is the the opium trade because considering oh. that they they have like they they're like the largest like you know, like producer of heroin which is made from poppies and they and they have and they have vast fields of poppies there the the second right. largest is Mexico our neighbor to the south yeah um and um and I think Donald Trump um, you know, was making efforts to combat like the, the opium and, and drug war. He was. He was he was doing just about everything that he said that he was gonna do. Promises made, when's promises kept. Yeah, when's the last time we had a president that had done that? You know, well not in the last uh, seven months. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> not no uh, offense to anyone and once again I'm not American, but I've slowly begin to evolve my opinion of Donald Trump. I used to just hate him, and now I'm thinking, I don't know if you will agree or not, but what? if he wasn't such a jackass, he yeah, would have yeah. been an incredible president. Oh, Here's, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's yeah. the thing, Brandon. It, I, I would not argue with anybody that there was a lot of things about Trump's personality that I would have liked to have seen to be better. I, I, I Like the tweeting and some of the comments he would make about people that were many times rude and uncalled for, but I would take that back with the, the, his policies and the things that he did for the country. You know, he, he was a jerk 
and and a lot of a lot of his his personality but yeah. it's what he did for the country we need to be more focused on now we have what they said the democrats said is going to be mr nice guy and you know uh, he's going to bring people together and all of this and look at the last this is only 7 months and and we're 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 scraping and clawing here and mm-hmm. and and the rhetoric between you know, I think personally, I think that the government and a lot of liberals want us to be fighting. They want us not to like each other, because if we all got along, there wouldn't be any purpose for them to step into our lives all the time. I agree, but I think it goes both ways. I think both sides want love the argument. They love the confrontation. I don't think it's just a liberal. Oh, it's a selling point for them. You're yeah, absolutely been, right. You're we've absolutely- been talking about uh, t- Republicans, too. There's a lot of Republicans that need to disappear in this country. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not talking about, you know, well, mafia I mean, style. But, Lord, you know, not that, I mean, I mean uh, retire. Mafia also. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's Cuomo. Oh, yeah, that's right. But, but, um, I'm sorry, LEJ. I didn't mean to stop you there. Oh, no, that's okay. It's no big deal. What, what was your thought? I- I don't know. <laughs> um, I, th- I think probably what will also be interesting too is when the Arizona Zona audit report is released and and what it has to reveal. And, tomorrow. Uh, and then, tomorrow. Oh, today. Oh, that, Joe, Joe well, Pulitzer then, says he's tomorrow. But and then we're probably also going to be watching Georgia and um, Pennsylvania and Michigan, Wisconsin, and other crit- critical swing states that, that that have ongoing like forensic audits. Yeah, but Eric, at the end of the day, what are they going to do once we ha- once we have all that? If they don't hold people accountable, it's all for naught. Uh, um, I I would agree because because people people do need to be held accountable and and we need to show what what real checks and balances truly look like. But what is well, holding accountable? Like as someone who I fully admit I'm a liberal, we look at um, we got Donald Trump. Yeah, I think the Twitter, people who participated in in the fraud in the election fraud in in this case, like. You know, you know see, seeing people who um, willfully participated doing jail time. See that I, I, I don't think there was election fraud, but I mean that's something we're never going to agree on. So, well, we we know there's enough evidence to say that there was a lot of things that weren't done properly. Now, fraud. I don't and know. and then the allegations, like people write no sworn affidavits under penalty of perjury, that even that is just becoming harder and harder to ignore. Let me let me tell you this. I had I had the story that I was going to use tonight. We don't we don't have time to do it, but I want to. Or if give you use it in a, a mini pod. Yeah, but there's a couple of lines here because it goes right into what what you're saying right now. There's a uh, a report that just come out. Uh, it's in the Washington Examiner, but this uh, there was an organization called the Public Public Interest Legal Foundation, and. Uh, they, they come out with a study and they found out that 14.7 million mail-in ballots that were sent out last year for the election have never been accounted for. 14.7 million mail-in ballots last year that have just basically disappeared. Now, they get these numbers from the individual states. So this is an organization's estimated these numbers. They're getting these numbers directly from each state. So that's a nationwide um, number you're saying. Yeah, and actually there's a little bit more than that 14.7 million because they have some other numbers down here that were also added to that, but that was the biggest number, 14.7 million that were mailed out and have never been accounted for. 
But with the bail-in um, ballots, were they not like 85% to Biden? Like, uh, I don't remember the number on that. But I know, and, and I've said this before, I got two mail-in ballots last year for the election. And I guess I could have done anything I wanted to with the other one, but I saved it um, just to put in my little uh, my little history file. But there's there's things that were done. We know there were things done here in Georgia. Uh, there, it's just unexplainable i'm i'm excited to hear what happened in arizona i think where uh, maybe some of us have made a mistake and the republican <laughs> side is is they they gave out the impression that if we find out that there was cheating and fraudulent voting and so forth that magically donald trump's going to be able to take back over as president and that was never never going to happen. It's not in the constitution. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we just want to find out the truth about what happened last year. We basically want answers in other words. Right. Because, and, and this mail-in ballot stuff is, is, is ridiculous. Really. There's no way to control that. Mm -hmm. Uh, there was people, people going around soliciting votes. I mean, they were filling out forms for people in Fulton County, Georgia last year. Uh, helping him vote. But, you know, if they if they have, let's just look at Arizona, and if they come out with true, verifiable, undisputable evidence that the fraud or whatever you want to call it was done at that, that caused the election to go one way that it shouldn't have if those things had not been done. If that If that is truly what happens, if that is honestly reported which is won't happen but if it could be honestly reported to the american people to truly look at the data and see it you know i pray for truth all the time to be displayed because i think the media is one of our biggest problems and because they they keep people separated to brandon's right. point you know but it's right. i'm just saying just to say because it's never been in the constitution for the, you know, you if you have something verifiably wrong that threw an election, is it just say, okay, well, we know we did wrong. We don't want to do it again. And we know it, this person really shouldn't be there. But we're, since it's not in the Constitution, we're just going to let it go for three years. We won't have a country left. Well, it, I'm we sure there's a, a lot of I'm sure there's a lot of people thinking about that. And they're also thinking about the other side. Well, what if, if we prove that it was stolen? What if Trump actually won? But that's what I'm talking about. What would happen if they tried to reinstate him as president? Uh, then we'd have the other half of the country going nuts. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think it's something a lot of people really don't want to have to address. Um, I, I guess the only, if we had to do over the election, the United States Supreme Court would have to order that. But the only worst case scenario would be um, having a military type coup, you know, take over the government. Well, it's got to be, we've got to have a handle on what happened last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's we've bad. never had this kind of voting that we had last year. We've never had this number of mail-in ballots, this ridiculous thing that's in this uh, Senate and House bill. They're trying to pass the, the voting rights bill for this country. 
I mean, they want to extend the time for people to get ballots in, you know, two weeks after the election. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, all you, you know, all, we just never had this problem before. And they did it all under the guise. Well, we need to make it simple because, you know, COVID and people don't want to take a risk of going down there and voting. And You know what? Life is full of risk. And if you really want to vote, you're going to get out and vote. That's the way I look at it. Well, and a lesson about our election system, elections are going to have consequences no matter what, because because people got to remember whether whether you show up to vote or or whether you decide to stay home, you got to remember that you're not going to get the government you want. You're going to get the government you deserve. And and we're seeing that right now. But see, I'm not sure that we did. <laughs> get I'm the government saying. we deserve uh, well i'm i you know i would jump out on a limb here and say i bet there's a number of democrats in this country that have buyer's remorse mm-hmm. this last seven months i could be wrong but I, I know i've heard some people you you see more and more on, on some of these programs uh talking about they're they're kind of backing away from Biden a little bit. They're kind of backing away from some of these issues that just don't make sense. Thank goodness we have Joe Manchin and uh, Kristen Cinema, yes, yeah, from Arizona. Thank goodness we have them in the Senate right now, or we would, you know, they would just go whole hog with anything they want to do. And, um, uh. But if we have if we're if we don't have this solved before next election, I dare say what's going to happen next time. There's going to be far worse consequences than what we're dealing with now. And this thing about ballot harvesting and uh, (laughs) 24-hour drive-in voting—are you kidding? It's uh, never in our history have we ever had anything like that. So. Who knows? We'll see. Well, I guess it'll probably be about November, December. We start seeing all these candidates gear up um, for the different uh, offices. I've seen there's a lot of new people going to be running for office next year, which is kind mm-hmm. of encouraging, at least on the Republican side. I, I don't know about the Democrat side. Uh, of course, Virginia is considering putting Terry McAuliffe back in office as governor of Virginia, uh, even though he's got a pretty strong Republican running against him. I know here in Georgia, like I I would definitely say Herschel Walker, if he runs to challenge Warnock in the Senate election, he's going to definitely get my vote. And I think Vernon Jones would definitely get my vote for governor because I know to me, Brian Kemp has proven to be a failure. Yeah, I I think Brian, if if he has uh, any, I, I think he's in trouble. I do. Yeah. Just because of, of uh, the election stuff last year. And, but and I guess we'll just leave Kelly it at that. And Kelly Leffler, uh, you mm-hmm. know, uh, that's going to haunt him. Yeah. yeah. His safer bet when Johnny Isaacson retired would have been picking either Doug Collins or Karen Handel. That, that, that's my, that, that's where I'm coming from. Because that, that, those, because they both have the name recognition and track records. Yep. Well, all right. So I guess Dennis Lee, you still hanging around? Is that you? Are you? I'm over here bussing tables. I. I sound like you're working listening. at the bar and grill or something. Yeah. Like. Well, you know. Sorry, I, I was. Hold on. 
That was me. That was me. I was emptying the dishwasher. Oh. <laughs> I think we got about five or four minutes left. I, I was I was blaming that on Dennis Lee. Nothing wrong, wrong right. with uh, multitasking there. <laughs> did we did we lose Brandon? I, I guess he dropped off. I, he left Brandon. us. Thanks oh, okay. for the call in, Brandon. Yeah, we appreciate, appreciate I'm about to drop off myself and good night and look look forward to seeing y'all again soon. Well, Thank thanks, you, Eric. Eric. Good good Glad to have you, have you with us. Bye, Eric. Ellie J, it was so nice to hear from you tonight. I'm yes, not running you off, but I just just want to let you know that we we appreciate you spending time Greatly. with us tonight. Well, I, it was I, was a, I was glad I could get on. I can't tell you how many times I had to sign on and change passwords. And <laughs> good Lord. Uh, we have to have strict security around here, Ellie J. Yeah, uh, evidently. We, we don't, don't want to get hacked into. We've been <laughs> getting letter. We've been getting letters. Okay. Uh, good, uh, good talking to y'all, too. So I'll. I'll say adios as well if I can figure All out right. how to do it. All right. Well, don't <laughs> be a stranger. A <laughs> well, I'll try not to be. It's all up to Podbean. <laughs> right. righty. I can't figure out how to sign out. I forgot. <laughs> I'm not, kid- I'm not kidding. <laughs> She's locked in, Donald Oh, there it is. There it is. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh my goodness! All right, well, it's a fun night. Yeah, it sure good, is. Glad to have here, here for some people and friends and it's good to see. I didn't say hi to Jess Duck earlier, but uh, I meant to. But we were so rolling there. But it's good to see your name on the board, Jess. Um, she's waving at you. I've got. I'm. A, I'm not going to do a closing thought tonight. But when you get through doing your stuff, Dennis Lee, I'm going to. Oh well, I, I better I, hurry because we're going to get knocked out here. Yeah, I've uh, got a like a minute little uh, audio thing I'm going to play. It's somebody posted on uh, Twitter. Okay. Well, um, look, thanks everybody for being here. And uh, if you are enjoying what you're listening to, especially if you're listening to this uh, or downloaded it after the fact, hit that follow button so you can get updates on new episodes that will be coming out. And, um, you know, if you are a Twitterer, Make sure to follow us on Twitter. We're working on a contest right now that you can win a copy of uh, Mark Levin's book, American Marxism, just by listening to this podcast, finding out what the code word is on our live show, and tweeting it back to us on Twitter. It's that simple. So, Donald Wayne will say the code word. Oh, am I? I thought you would pick it this time. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll I'll um, <laughs> I'll say the code word then before we bow out of this one. The code word for tonight is rightfully so America. So the code word is America. You tweet that back out to us on Twitter, and you will be in the running to win a copy. Of American Marxism by Mark Levin, and it will actually be copied or signed. <laughs> It'll be signed by <laughs> Donald Wayne and myself. We're gonna uh, we're gonna copy the book, and we're gonna <laughs> plagiarize it too. So we didn't say that. Um, but no, uh, so that's something good for you to uh, to do to get on Twitter, and it actually helps boost our engagement too. We're looking to get more followers on Twitter, and this is just a way to help do that and and get you more engaged with us. So also make sure to follow us on Facebook. We post all of our articles there. Um, 
and uh, all the episodes are there and pictures that we get sent in to us. And you can send in pictures to us at tristalk69pts at gmail.com. Can't you, BP? And um, <laughs> it's greatly appreciated. And let us know how we're doing, comments about the show, suggestions, and we'll use them. BP has been great, and he said that uh, send suggestions in that have been uh, welcomed additions to the show. And then you can also find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, LinkedIn, Listen Notes, and Player FM. And we greatly appreciate you. We appreciate all of our military, our first responders, our healthcare workers. God bless you and thank you. And thank you all for being here. We couldn't do it without you. We love you. <laughs> yes. Thanks to everybody. It was fun uh, doing a live show tonight. It was good to see some I, I wish I started to say old faces, old names, but nobody's older than me. So uh, it's good to see the names on the board. Uh, and we appreciate everybody that uh, called in. Um, our, what, Dennis Lee? All right. Are you whispering <laughs> in my ear? <laughs> can you, can, can, did you turn? Uh, did you hold oh the book God. up? Uh, so I'm going to play this quick little thing I found on Twitter. I think it'll play on here. And, uh, I, I kind of liked it. It's, it's some, it says it's, did this young lady say it all in 58 seconds? I don't know if it, somebody named Dusty posted it. Let's see how this plays out. I'm destroying my wait city with bricks and Wait masks. a minute. I'm whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. I'm going to turn out the light, Donald Wayne. It'll make it easier for you. If I say all lives matter, I'm a racist. If I stand for my flag, I have to apologize for it. I'm not allowed to go to church, but I can burn churches to the ground. I'm not allowed to open my own business, but I can go loot and destroy other people's businesses. If I wear a badge, have a gun, and I'm dressed in blue, I'm a racist pig. But if I walk around destroying my city with bricks and masks, I'm considered a peaceful protester. I'm not allowed to peacefully protest the lockdown at my capital, but I can go destroy and graffiti my capital. I'm not allowed to go to the park to play TV with my family, but I can destroy the park. I'm not allowed to protect our historical monuments in history, but I can go tear them down and have them lay on top of people. I'm not allowed to have an opinion on racial matters because I'm white, but if I don't have an opinion on it, I'm the reason why people are oppressed. I can go riot in the streets with the BLM, but if I go to a Trump rally, COVID-19 magically appears. Does anyone else not see the hypocrisy in all of this? I am done with your bullshit. <laughs> Wow. Tell us how you tell us how you really feel. I yeah, I, really I like feel? that. She's yeah. probably maybe sixteen, seventeen, I think. Um, so you know where she stands. All right. Now I guess I've got time. I can yeah, play. Um, I, what if you could? Uh, Eric would like you to email that to him so they could use it on slightly show too. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. right. Just uh, good for her. Yeah, I I get encouraged when I hear those, I tell you. I also had that Arnold thing on there, and people giving him some hard times about, school your freedom. <laughs> Did you hear? Have you heard that, Dennis Lee? Yeah. Okay, but I, we don't have time for that. All right, let me see. What can I do here? What can I do? All right, let me do this. What do you do? And if you'll grab the lights, I got the song. I'm pulled the chain. Stay safe, everybody.
somebody who can do the job for free. When you need a bit of love, cause your man is out of town, that's the time you get me running, and you know I'll be around. I'm a fool to do your dirty work, oh yeah. I don't want to do your dirty work no more. I'm a fool to do your dirty work, oh yeah. Say